Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. And if you can hear us loud and clear, it's because we have some new tools Yeah. on the NSL set. Yeah, I got some new microphones. I think I like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other ones were very good. These are just yeah. more geared to speaking. Well, they're also a, a singing microphone. In fact, fun fact, oh. this microphone is what Michael Jackson used on the entire album for Thriller. Really? Mm-hmm. This wow. Is, this is what he used in the studio. I love this microphone. I, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to break out into song. Uh, <laughs> break out into something, maybe hives, I'm kind of thinking. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? What's up, guys? How are you, Terry? I'm good. Oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. I'm good. We're going to dive right in. We, Terry and I, are coming up on our 10-year wedding anniversary. Yeah, we are. A whole lot of, whole lot of years under. Oh, yay. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, you get through that seven-year itch, they call it. So seven years, okay. I don't. Understand. So what year would have been our seventh year? <clears throat> oh, going on three years ago. <laughs> I don't know. So nineteen. I mean, yeah, two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty, two thousand twenty-one, two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, nineteen. See, you brought on COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <clears throat> we were still a few good months away from that. True. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that there's so many of us that fall into, you know, regular routines and, and things like that. And so today on today's episode, we wanted to talk about marriage. We talked a little bit about it last episode. We talked about fighting and like, ah, you know, all that good stuff. But, um, today I wanted to talk about like some of the common things that happen after, after 10 years of marriage and um, what are the, some of the most common problems? Right. Um, well, you it, know, it's just, you know, and spending time together that long, you pretty much know everything about each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least I would think unless you're leading a double life. Well, that's you're right. You're true. I mean, um, so according to the Huffington post, is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> Huff is what I've always called it. Uh, <laughs> I just realized how funny that it is the Huff. It, I think it's the Huffington. What a weird name. Yeah. Anyway, um, an article that they that they published about relationships. Um, a therapist shared the relationship issues that they hear in therapy sessions. And coming in at a hot number one, you start feeling more like romance roommates than romantic partners. You know, you're functioning together every day, day in, day out. We become creatures of habit. I mean, it's just, I think that's just mm-hmm. how it goes. I mean, doesn't mean it's bad. You know, it says that keeping the spark alive inevitably does require some effort. You know, and if both partners aren't intentional about keeping their romantic connection strong, whether it's through date nights, you know, little thoughtful gestures which we both are really good about still um you know you might end up drifting into that roommate territory you know i yeah it does i mean 
it's easy to fall into that routine. Well, you're managing a family, you're managing a life. You and I, for instance, are managing multiple businesses. And we've talked on this show about how we've had to really learn how to flip a switch and be like stage ready or, you know, we do a lot of like radio interviews and stuff like that. And if we're not, you can't just go on like mad at each other or annoyed with each other. So we've learned eat like we have learned how to become a business partner. Yes. We've learned how to quickly bury it it deep. (laughs) Just get rid of it. Let it faster. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's hear MO over there. You know, Oh, I'm kidding. Um, number two is you've become bored with your life together. You know, it's um, unrealistic to expect each day to be some sort of magical butter. Did you write this <laughs> magical butterfly inducing fairy tale? Yes. I love it. Uh, that said, you know what I mean? You still need to like keep things. You don't want a boring life together. You know, um, I'm going to apologize right now. I have allergies, so I continually like coughing or he has a man uh, cold yeah wow (laughs) boredom in a marriage is usually a sign that you and your partner have started taking um each other and the relationship for granted so you become you get into a routine and you know i i kind of i understand it but i mean that's really painting a, a dark picture right off the bat i mean i don't think it's fair to be judged on what you're not doing. I, I, I don't agree with that. I mean, if okay. you are, I mean, it's, if you're X amount of years into a relationship, mm-hmm. you hopefully by now have that into a well-oiled machine mm-hmm. on who does what, you know, and who takes care of what or whatever. But especially in today's world, I mean, life is busy. It's busy. Things are happening. You got to, you know, and, I don't think you could be looked down on either partner well, if they're not, you know, uh, continually trying to reinvent the wheel and, and, and yeah, it, you know, doing the fireworks. I mean, I, it's it. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't think <clears throat> that person is trying to neglect or no. And be, I don't yeah. think that's what we're trying to say. I think it's it's just a no, like a known fact that you people fall into routine and they become kind of become gets kind of boring you and i are lucky because we have different experiences pretty much every weekend with like work with playing music and we're surrounded by a ton of people all the time if we were doing like the same exact thing over and over and over and over again after a decade i can see like how it would be hard to kind of get out of that funk yeah i agree you know so of course we always like to present the problem and then give you some solutions so shake it up a little bit so what are your what do you think like what are some ideas that would break that routine and shake things up i don't i mean (laughs) that's you put me on a spot um i don't know um so nothing well you just hit me with a question i'm just asking like what would you do uh i i would probably try to find you know like a different restaurant because we like to eat a different restaurant or a different town or like maybe try you and I talked about like dating in okay. an episode. All so right. now uh-huh. we have tried, um, we have thought about mm-hmm. trying new re- restaurants mm-hmm. and most of the time 
we steer away from that because of why we're f- afraid it won't be good. You got it. You got it. Because we're super picky yes. when it and, comes to dining out. And <clears throat> hard-earned money, you don't want to throw good hard-earned money towards a bad meal or an experience. Right. And now, not only is your date night shot, mm-hmm. now you're eating a bottle of Gaviscon. That, this is true. Um, I'm just saying, like, coming up with a different, you know, like, I suggested maybe we try go we we used to go bowling once in a while like let's go bowl you know there's these things that you drive by the i don't know um well like the bowling alley or you drive by the axe throwing place every day on your way home from work and it becomes complacent and then you know maybe you well the axe throwing could probably take care of two problems at once (laughs) (laughs) uh I'm just saying, shake it up a little bit. Find something that maybe you've been wanting to try or do or travel right. a little bit. You know what? We've been loving traveling together. Mm-hmm. Um, you can fly. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you can fly to destinations for a pretty reasonable rate at this right. point in time. And, you know, that's a good that's a good get out of town thing or drive out of town. Right. Probably cheaper to fly right now. Yeah. Cast prices. No kidding. Um, and with. You and I were kind of unique with our situation, but we are also very fortunate that we enjoy doing things together rather than apart. Mm-hmm. Because you know how some some marriages they'll vacation mm-hmm. separately. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I and, think a lot of people actually yeah. do, and <clears throat> yeah, we do. You're my favorite travel partner. Yeah, I don't. And, I mean, know. God bless them for being able to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I. We just, I think that's because we've had like, this is kind of like our second chance, our second go around. right? Yeah. And like, we were like, Oh, that was, that was rough. You're never <laughs> leaving my side again. Yeah. <laughs> You're staying right. right here. Um, okay. Number three, your sex life has faded. I think, you know, this is a big topic, you know, you're, your everything is so fresh and new in the beginning of a relationship and that quickly fades. If you are in a relationship and you're just basing everything around like your physical relationship and your physical attraction, uh, I'm telling you, it's like, it's gonna suffer because that is not all that's there is to it. Right. Even as being as irresistible as I am, I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, obviously. it says, you know, a couple's sex life may ebb and flow over the years for any, you know, number of reasons, physical or mental health issues, having kids, side effects of certain medications, stress, relationship problems, sleep issues, uh, you know, among many other issues. And I'm sure everybody can check at least one of those boxes. Absolutely. And yeah. you know what? This is nice to hear. Sex therapists say that those dips are totally normal. That was dips. Dips are totally normal. Dips. <laughs> but if you're not committed to getting back on track, the sexual dry spells can end up lasting longer and longer, leaving one or both partners feeling rejected and disconnected. Um, so, you know, if you and your partner have found yourself in a rut, therapists are recommending being, you know, honest, honestly discussing the issue and, um, it might be uncomfortable to well, talk about. Don't be afraid to reach out to your doctor. Yeah. I, I mean, think, um, that's kind of, I think that's, I mean, just watch TV for 20 minutes and you'll see a commercial on it. I mean, it's, it's kind of the norm nowadays. Well, and here's another thing I think that's important. Realistic expectations. 
it is listen friends we are not 21 anymore oh no and real realistic expectations you know you see so much in like, I mean, even in songs, song lyrics and like movie country music is the worst. And we are country music artists, but you uh, country music sets up some pretty high standards for like romantic dating. Like you've never once taken me out on a date in your pickup truck and shared a six pack of Bush light under the stars with me. On the gravel road waiting what to get the heck? arrested. Yeah. What in the world? I don't know. And, and I, and I joke lightly because we do write country music and we love our country music Mm -hmm. artists and our writers and things like that, you know, our fellow writers, but TV, you know, TV programs. Well, smoke and mirrors. (laughs) You didn't even catch my TV programs comment. You know, I think that sets us up for like, for failure on a lot of levels because, you know, everything that we, everything is sex food you know when if you commercialize sex right like they make everything sexy chocolate you know you you know I, you're gonna do it no right. I cannot eating even, a banana i mean do you know no that i am on the edge of my seat right now because anyway everything is sexualized and oh, yeah. so there's these like high expectations so keeping a realistic expectation you know, I think that's important. Not every sexual inter- interaction has to be mind blowing. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of us can say we walk away with a question. <laughs> a que- what, what just happened? Huh? What happened? A question. Interesting. We'll get, we'll yeah. have to revisit that topic again. Um, Here's number four. You feel dissatisfied because you think your marriage has prevented you from accomplishing certain life goals. That's something that you and I don't experience, but I think it's interesting to discuss. Um, I don't know what you mean, like because well, the other partner might not approve of the other doing it or, or think it's a good idea. I mean, I, well, I'm, I think it's because your priorities shift. Oh, well, okay. Okay. All right, all right. Um, and your spouse and your kids, if you decide to have kids or if you have children become number one. And as a result, that often means making personal sacrifices and compromising, you know, your career moves um, or other life goals, such as like traveling or starting a hobby or your own business or whatever. You might feel like you're being held back. Um, Well, yeah. And, and, and of no fault of anybody's other than the situation that you have been dealt because, you know, there's, you know, maybe your partner is totally on board with mm-hmm. what you would want to do, but at the particular time in life that you were at, uh-huh. it might not allow for you to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, many, many, many couples sacrifice their dreams. Yeah. I still want to go to the space station. And but. I know you do. <laughs> um And this is an interesting quote here. It says many couples sacrifice their dreams in order to maintain stability when initially building a relationship in family. But by 10 years, they are realizing that life is calling and they must negotiate how to help both themselves and their partner achieve greater fulfillment. And I love that because that's right in line with what I teach and coach Um, finding, you know, you can ignore all you want. You can ignore your call to be whatever it is that you feel like you're supposed to be. You can ignore your call to your passion. You can ignore that, but it's going to come back and get you. 
it's going to come back sometime. Mm-hmm. You can't push it down forever. And so, you know, it oh, gets it. tricky and complicated. And I really, unfortunately, and I apologize, I don't have any good, solid, like, advice for those of you who are ready to jump into your passion, into your dreams again, into your goals, and you don't have the support of your partner. I don't know. I don't know how that works other than I'm going to tell you just to do it anyway. And Well, you just got to take that first step. Everything is like with anything that you do or that we do or however, um, starting is always the hardest part. Once you get the ball rolling, it's, it's you know, yeah, it's game on from that point. Um, but you gotta, you gotta take that first step. You do. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you're, hopefully you're at 10 years or more, or if you're not quite there, you know, hopefully, or if you're just in the beginning of a relationship, hopefully you're with somebody who does support, you support each other. Mm-hmm. Um, well, heck, I mean, think about it. There's, I mean, 10 years is, it's, it's, it's an accomplishment, but there's couples oh, out there, 25, 30, sure. 40 years. It's like, God bless them, man. To, to keep, yeah. you know, keep going and they don't, you know. You, how many stories you hear where they just don't want to be sad? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. Yep. You wrote a song about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, number five, your tolerance your tolerance for one another has dissipated. Uh early on in marriage, we can have a great amount of graciousness with each other as our love for each other makes us it makes up for all the shortcomings and failures. Sadly, that doesn't always last. Patience can fade and you know, Gee, you I never would have saw that one coming. You become less and less patient and you become less and less forgiving with one another. Um, yeah, you know. Things that you once laughed off now are turning into resentments. Um, so, yeah, I mean, try to remember that you and your partner are on the same team. You're not right. on opposing teams. You're, you know, it's not a big battle. Um Things, things are hard. I mean, yeah. it, it, everything takes work. Assume mm. they're doing their best, and hopefully they'll extend the same courtesy to you. That's great advice. Um, thank you, Huffington Post. Yes. Uh, this one says, you stop celebrating milestones, both big and small. I don't think we've done that. Have we? So early in a relationship, yeah. you'll find any excuse to celebrate your eight-month anniversary, make it through a tough week at work. But time goes on, you know, you're going to go out for margarita, margaritas because it's just because. Um, yeah, you need to. Yeah, I, <clears throat> you know, I think planning get togethers and that kind of falls into dating again and like keeping things fresh, shaking things up. You know, if you're if every week you would say you work Monday through Friday, you know, eight to five. And every single day you come home, you start dinner, you do all the things together you know maybe take a wednesday night or a tuesday night half price margarita night and go have some tacos and shake it up sounds like a plan shake up your margarita yeah but now you got to be careful because now if you both are hammering the old margarita you got to be careful who's driving we'll make them at home then yeah or- and now now you're back to making dinner see this is yeah. our problem yep yep or you uber uber we uber. are not sponsored by uber but we sure <clears throat> the heck would like to be yep Uber, if you're listening, um, number seven says you forget how to be goofy and have fun. I don't think we're there. No, um, t- I don't think so either. <laughs> considering what shows up in the mail. Um, um wow. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that thing. Oh, uh huh. That's what I meant. God, get your mind out of the gutter. I, 
like you haven't recovered from number three about sex here. <laughs> um, taking on the stress of becoming a homeowner, um, responsibilities, right? You're like, you're cutting the grass, you're building a deck, you're doing all the things. And it's just, why are you looking at me like that? I'm <laughs> gazing yeah, I'm lovingly ga- yep, yep. Um, into your eyes. So 10 years. So what do you think, what do you think you and I in the last 10 years have learned? I know one. I know one. About ourselves or what, to, I mean, what do you about mean? About each other. Right. Um, in our marriage. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the um, topic of the day. You've started to like cheese. Oh, uh, that's what you've discovered in our 10, <laughs> our decade of marriage is that I like cheese. Well, you never used to. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm lost for words. Um. I was going to say that, like, I've learned how to be more calm <laughs> and listen. But, like, I think our listening skills. What? I'm listening. You cannot see him, you guys. If you could, you. I'm listening. What oh, that's you... what we're talking about is listening. That's what I'm doing. Um, I'm curious. What else? What else besides the fact that I like cheese? <laughs> now. Have you, you learned? You, you have a heart of gold. Oh, that was nice. That makes up for all of it. Um, Shaped like cheese. <laughs> How do you feel about alone time? I like it. This is not like a thread. I was going to say, <laughs> I love how these conversations always turn around to me getting drilled with something. Um, I think alone time is important. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, as long as it's, you know... <sighs> therapeutic not because you want to just get away from people you know just but it, it there's times you know you come home you know whatever your day has been work whatever mm-hmm. and you just kind of need to decompress i like i like alone time if i know you're not gone that's the that's the truth like if i know you're home holding down the fort i feel like i can have like I feel more comfortable with my alone that. time. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And if I have alone time, but then like I realize that you're like not home and you're having alone time too, then I'm mad. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, and that that's fair too. I know. I'm yes. not saying that. Hey, don't mock. I am not saying that it's fair. It took a lot for me just to admit that to our listeners. And I, I truly appreciate that. Uh, nope, you can't do that. <laughs> give it to me. Nope. <laughs> give me the give me the horn. Nope. Um one thing that we're gonna discuss on the next episode is um I really wanna go over like traveling alone, dining out alone. I recently took myself to brunch at a little French restaurant. It was just like it's not like I woke up that morning and said, oh, I'm going to go and do this by myself. I had I had somewhere to be. I actually had an appointment and then I had somewhere to be. So I had time in between and it was lovely. And I met an amazing new friend. Well, good. Well, yes. we'll have to talk about that. We will. So we're going to bring that into the next um, episode. And for now, uh, happy anniversary to anybody whose anniversary it is. Yes. Hope we didn't make you want to just run off and get divorced. Thanks for such a positive <laughs> episode <Yeah. laughs> on all the things that are going to go wrong in the next 10 years. No, it's all good. No, it's all ultimately love 
prevails. Chances are... I'm Janelle Carter signing out quickly. I'm Terry Carter. See you guys. Have a great day. 